Hello, I'm Brad Whitchurch. Welcome to another episode of Clean Talk. Today, our guest is Senator Gail Harrell from uh, the state of Florida. Gail, thank you for being here with us on Clean Talk. Thank you. I am so delighted to be here, and thank you for inviting me. Perfect. This is a. Uh, it's been a great show. Hims has just been fantastic, and it's wonderful to see the wonderful things you do. So uh, delighted to be here. Well, thank you very much. We are here at Hims 21 in Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, Gail, you're on a podcast wearing a mask. How does that make you feel? Uh, how does it make anybody feel? Awful, <laughs> miserable. You know, I think, uh, but it's an important thing we have to do. Unfortunately, it's part of what we need to do to deal with the pandemic. Although all of us here at Hims have been vaccinated with the Delta variant now, uh, one of the requirements is to wear a mask. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure I need to do that at this point, but if it's required, I'm willing to do it. And to make everybody feel safe, I think uh, it's one of the things that, that we are doing. Well, I feel the same way, Senator, and Hims uh, has really taken all the available precautions. As you mentioned, everyone here is 100% vaccinated um, and validated vaccinated. We're all wearing masks. Uh, they've uh, improved the air filtration system yes. here in the hall. And of course, there's hand washing stations and disinfection stations uh, throughout the facility. So I feel good about the steps that HIMSS has taken. And uh, I think it, they've created a safe environment where we can once again enjoy live events, which I've really enjoyed. I, I hope you have too. Yes, and you know, uh, last year when they canceled HIMSS, that was kind of the, um, really a pivotal point. And in fact, uh, serving in the Senate, I happened to be in the majority office having lunch when I got the text because I was to speak last year as well. And when I got that text and I said, OMG, they've canceled hands. Yes. And that was in March, right? So that was really at the beginning of the March, pandemic, yes. It was supposed to be 44,000 people coming to Orlando. Right. And that cancellation was kind of the um, rung the bell and said, this is going to be awful. And we are going to have to learn how to do things differently. And it was a key point. And I said to the president of the Senate, who was sitting there in the lunchroom with me, I said, we have just had a wake-up call. This is major. It's going to hit the state of Florida. We depend on tourism. You cancel 44,000 people coming to Orlando five days out from an event. This is major. Yes. And it has been. And it's, uh, you know, fortunately, we are resilient people. And people have learned to to work through this. We've lost a lot of people. We've had a tremendous amount of illness and death. But uh, I'm positive I think we're going to get through it in spite of this surge now. Well, so, Senator, we're here at HIMSS 21 to see the technology that's available for healthcare today. And we have a new lens on that now in this COVID world. What technologies have you seen here at the HIMSS show that you think are particularly relevant uh, in this COVID environment? Well, I think one of the things that we have really seen develop and blossom throughout the COVID issue has been telehealth. In the state of Florida, the, the use of telehealth has escalated tremendously. I was speaking this morning and the numbers have just increased dramatically from, uh, you know, 300,000 visits before the pandemic to 8 million visits via telehealth. So the numbers are astronomical. 
we are uh, really seeing major changes in the technology, in the use of, and, and that to me is one of the positives that's coming out of it, is that we are learning how to do things differently. And we're, it's a very important part of, of moving forward. I agree, and uh, we've had several guests talking about telehealth this week. Um, you know, telehealth has been around for a long time, but now I think we can all see the necessity of telehealth as our healthcare systems have been taxed as a result of COVID. And, yes. and uh, now why expose yourself if you don't need to, and why uh, you know, use a less efficient method of uh, delivering healthcare? I think telehealth is going to be a tremendous growth. Um, throughout the country and really throughout the world uh, as a result of COVID. Absolutely, and what we need to make sure is that as we have learned how to use telehealth differently and whether it, and we've seen new uses of it, especially in the mental health arena, which really hadn't been used previously. And we passed several laws in Florida to allow for that. In fact, we put money into our school districts to allow schools to really implement uh, for their students to have those telehealth consults on campus. We also want to make sure that we continue that. There were various, uh, well the governor did various executive orders that required payment parity and those all have expired. And the same way with the federal government, uh, Medicare is required for payment parity. Once those go away, we want to make sure that we continue to have that. And that may take federal legislation or state legislation to make sure that those opportunities are available for patients to use telehealth. Well, I, I think it's it's critical, and that really leads into my next question. Um, you're a, a senator in Florida. You know that uh, I'm actually a Florida native, and uh, our business is a Florida-based business. Love the state of Florida. Um, our healthcare heroes, as you know, are extremely taxed right now, especially with the Delta variant. Um, uh, Florida it has been hit particularly hard, yes. and uh, it, it's been proposed that it's because of our lower vaccination rates. And it appears that the hospitals, um, people who need to be hospitalized as a result of their COVID symptoms, about 90% or more are unvaccinated people. Um, you know, telehealth can certainly help to release the, the stress on the healthcare system. But what can we do, or should we do, in the state of Florida to help drive vaccination rates, uh, to, to help keep our, our people safe? Well, I think we're starting to see that upward curve. Uh, I was delighted to see the numbers just this morning that we are actually having an increase, major increase in the numbers getting vaccinated. And I think that's a message we need to get out is to say that as we look at who has been vaccinated, the state put huge efforts into our seniors. We said, we're going to protect the most vulnerable. So the first people eligible for a vaccine were our healthcare workers and our seniors. So we said, we're going to protect the people on the front line and we're going to protect our seniors who are most likely to be hospitalized and most likely to die. High risk, yes. High risk, high risk. So, um, and as a result, 85% of our seniors are vaccinated. Whereas you look at the 40-somethings, you've got maybe 25% of people vaccinated. So who is getting the Delta variant? It is the people who are unvaccinated. And right now, I think it's our responsibility to really push the importance of vaccination and encourage everyone to go out and get vaccinated. And thank God we're starting to see that happen. I agree. You heard it there, Senator Gail Harrell, 
Go get vaccinated, protect yourself, protect your family and friends and the people you care about. Gail, thank you for being on our thank show you. today. Appreciate it. Thank you for being on Clean Talk. This has been Brad Whitchurch. Until next time, reminding you to keep it clean.